0: Hey, wonderfuls. Welcome to episode 539 of the JV Club with my fantastic fantastic guest leah rudick could not explain to you why i felt like i needed to do that nasally british uh, voice leah is not british i want to warn you in advance um but she is wonderful and uh we did not know each other before i have to say we became fast friends and there's even a a, a picture of her floating out there i think it's on the homepage of her website actually where she's holding like a pot for a potted plant and um, it's kind of a unique pot i totally own that same pot so i had to send it to her to say we're pot twins uh anyway enjoy this episode and also i would say uh keep your eyes peeled for the lineup announcement for sf sketch Fest that is happening this week and tickets will be on sale on sunday november 19th so make sure you check that out and uh hope to see some of you at some of the shows we certainly have plenty of maximum fun darlings that you will recognize and adore from your listenership so that's happening but in the- in the meantime, please dive into this episode with Leah. I love this lamp. Yeah,
1: it's, my husband and I got it at this, like, um, There was this like weird antique store, like in the middle of California. And it's like, I don't know if you can see, but it's like attached. It's attached to a table.
0: Oh, (laughs) yes. Give it to me. It's like grandma, grandma chic. Uh, Well, that's what I was. uh, That's why I was going to ask you, because first I was going to be like, oh, my God, I love your lamp. And then I just had that that moment where I thought you're gonna be like, really? Because I'm at my grandma's house. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? That's so
1: funny because I I use this backdrop a lot in like videos that I make and people are really mean about the lamp sometimes and I <laughs> no. I love it I, no it's like
0: a it's like a it look, I mean it, it is grandma chic but it also feels yeah. like a flapper like it's like a like a like a classy flapper but totally. in lamp form it's a sexy flapper grandma lamp yeah a sexy <laughs> flapper grandma lamp that feels like a vocal warm up. Um, it does sexy flapper grandma lamp sexy sexy flapper grandma lamp sexy flapper grandma lamp yes. sexy <laughs> flappy say it three times in one show appear. here <laughs> oh it did amazing oh, do you no. enjoy antiquing is that something that you like to go out and do or is it just no, random no not even at all I actually really don't like
1: it I don't like uh, I don't like <laughs> <much>. <laughs> you actively dislike it I actively dislike <laughs> it and yet all I feel like everything in my background are things that were that were bought from like vintage or like flea markets. Um, okay, but I
0: really don't like doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. Oh, this is amazing. There's so many things that I want to see happen. Like if I, you know, I do this. I do this podcast um, from time to time called Hey Riddle Riddle, and they it's a wonderful like improv y. It's supposedly a podcast about riddles, but the joke is sort of that the riddles are like very secondary to tertiary to almost non-existent, but they'll call for scenes when someone says something like that. And I just recorded an episode this morning, so the first thing I wanted to say was like, I need to see a scene. (laughs) I need to see a scene of you shopping... For something you need in a very grumpy type manner in a goodwill, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was like oh
1: god, I am <laughs> going
0: to find a sexy grandma fla sexy I'm flapper grandma, find a sexy lamp. grandma,
1: sexy flapper uh, grandma lamp.
0: <laughs> so these trips, because uh, now spoiler alert, I do uh-huh.
1: like. I do you, like you you like antiquing and vintage I mean shopping.
0: antiquing sounds very sophisticated that's I wouldn't put you know what I mean like if someplace says antiques I'm more likely to be like oh I don't know if I want to go in there but if it's just like vintage hodgepodge yeah then I'm all totally on board yeah do you like thrift thrifting I do yeah yeah even that's, though the yeah. smell sometimes the smells sometimes the this smells like yeah clothes the are smells are to get
1: out the smells are hard for me
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're not and you're not wrong it's I not also like they're easy for for me.
1: I also had a very like uh, devastating stint with bed bugs back in the day in oh. New York. And so I think and it's because I took um I took a piece of furniture off the street. Oh, it was like it was like a, a, a like a like a wicker desk in front of yeah. a y, YMCA yes. which yeah. was like obviously a t- like you would never do that now but this was like right as the like bed bug epidemic was starting in New York so I didn't even yeah. know um and it like ruined my life for like 2 years um and so I After that, I like I I just I just wanted things like out of the box fresh.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, You couldn't possibly have given me a better reason for being (laughs) shy of doing it. I have never experienced that. And I got to tell you, the second you were like, you would never do that now. My th- first thought was like, I've, I still would. I don't. Because like I, I. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would never you- occur to me that the reason a piece of furniture yeah. would be on the street would be because it had. Beg- I mean, maybe yeah. you didn't know, but. Come did on. you ever live in New York? I have never lived in New York. Okay, I feel like- I've never been bitten by a bed bug or anything, okay. but I certainly yeah. read about it and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's oh it changed God. me. It did, and it was. <laughs> Can you give me a quick story? I'm so sorry to put you through this story. No, no, it's I would okay. Like to it hear was like it the was full like, story.
1: It was like 15 years ago, okay. um, and it was like the first apartment that I moved to right out of college, and. Um, I brought this desk in and, and I just I got bed bugs and I I had two roommates and I was the only one who was ever affected by them. Oh I don't okay. like they never either like my roommates just like weren't allergic like didn't react or they just uh-huh. only wanted to be in my room. And I was it? How did you know? Like what is it what is the experience I, of having bed bugs? I, I was um I just started getting these, like, big bites. Like, I remember one night I was working as a cocktail waitress at this bar in the West Village, and all of a sudden I, like, felt, like, my leg felt super itchy, and th- then, like, I looked down, and there was just, like, this massive, like, uh, like 12 bug bites on my leg. Oh, and I was like, oh, that's no. so weird. What yeah. is that? And then... Um, and then that, that just kind of kept happening until it was like, oh shit, this is oh, bed bugs. But and you never saw them. I did. I saw a couple eventually, but it was like this process of like you have to put all of your things in in plastic garbage bags and wash everything and you yeah. know we were, we were using like a laundromat because it was like an apartment in Greenpoint sure. and uh, god I'm getting itchy just talking about it um, oh my god I'm so sorry I'm <laughs> no 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 sorry. no it's good it's it's therapeutic um and and it was like we went through like it was over the course of like a year and a half oh. several exterminators throwing out like everything I owned oh god like we thought they were gone and then they would come back Jeez. and eventually i just moved and just threw out all of my stuff oh and my had to like God. start from scratch and also because i'm i i'm very afraid of insects i like i have like a pretty severe phobia i've had like night terrors since i was a little kid about like insects um coming after me yeah. chasing me in swarms so just like the psychological effect of Of like sleeping and thinking that there are like insects crawling on me, like it was. It was whether
0: or not you had that that fear, like yeah, create that fear in anyone. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, it was truly like God. It was it was a nightmare. Um I'm so glad that it is over. <laughs> it's over fifteen I years since. I know. I and I haven't I I feel like I'm I'm good now. I'm not like the 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 trauma has sort of passed. But yeah. there was just this like I don't know if you saw there was like in Paris for yeah. Fashion Week, there was this crazy yes. like epidemic and that kind of re-triggered me. I of was like, course. Oh my god, our bed is gonna come to LA and oh. like ugh, just. Oh my
0: god. I this is this uh, this conversation it may affect me the next time i'm like what a great sofa like
1: i just yeah. never
0: you know what i mean but it yeah. only takes that once <gasps> yeah i, mean, I it know it really is you could you I imagine know. that it's like when you hear that <laughs> i mean it's like a trojan horse kind of situation like it's like it totally. genuinely <laughs> seems like yes. it's it's something that you would read about in like an old you know m- book of myths like yes and, and you if you f- if you take a piece of furniture from the street if you bring in the wicker hell. desk from the YMCA yeah. on Greenpoint <laughs> Avenue <laughs> oh, you know <laughs> And fifteen years ago, by the way, Greenpoint was still up and coming. So it was. It was yeah. a, probably such a find to have to see a cute little desk. It was. I was so excited. It was. It yeah. was a really
1: cute desk, oh. and uh, yeah, the bed and never, bugs probably made it look cuter. Somehow they went in and like <laughs> yeah. refurbished they, like, it, rewove the wicker. I know those little fuckers. Those little fuckers.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Well, just to continue with the trigger points. Um, Let's talk about the night terrors. So, is there anything that precipitated this? Because people who listen to my podcast know that I have had to work very hard to be peaceful about spider interactions uh, mostly yeah. because I was t- taught to be terrified of black widows in Arizona when I grew up it was like avoid these these are very dangerous they will kill you if you buy th-. so, so you it's like uh, well-meaning adults telling you this but it just makes you afraid of spiders of all but, kinds forever but that yeah but that seems so, good right because black widows will actually I mean it is good <laughs> to be afraid of them but it's not great to be like terrified of a daddy long legs that's or like not even like a tiny daddy long legs that's like across the room diagonally from you that's never gonna come get you know what I mean I just didn't sleep I wouldn't sleep like it was like Freddie it was like I was afraid that I was gonna die in my sleep that's like that's I never sleep again you know
1: (laughs) that really resonates with me I feel like I don't know where my fear came from I mean I think that my mom is, my mom is just like someone who's like filled with fear about all kinds of things. And I think like it was just passed down, even though she says that she worked very hard to like not show fear around bugs. I think it probably was like (laughs) passed down from her. Um, Like I, I remember I went to, um, I went to Girl Scout camp in fourth grade and I like I cried every single day because there were daddy long legs in the yeah. in the tents and I like tried to I was writing letters home like please pick me up and it was it was like such an upsetting time and it was all because of the daddy long legs um Yeah you get yeah. it you yeah. totally get it I okay. do
0: and so and is there a specific you say insects is there are is there, are there specific insects that, that show up in the night terrors? Ugh, not, is it like crickets? Is it you know what I mean? usually, is it It's usually
1: yeah, it's usually like beetle sti- beetle type insects, mm-hmm. like cockroachy beetle, yeah, yeah like yeah. yeah, like um but sometimes it's spiders, sometimes it's flying, um, you know, f- flying like Ugh. locust type things, yeah. like cicadas, sometimes it's, it's grass like it's all it's all of it. But it's
0: <laughs> interesting that it's big groups of them. I guess what yeah. I'm trying to get at is is this a genetic memory? Like, aren't you kind of curious about that? Because some people are afraid, like why, like if you can't pinpoint why you are afraid of rats and someone else Mm -hmm. is like, I mean, I'm not saying I want them crawling on me, but like I kind of like rodents. Like, where is that coming from? Right. Is it I mean, the like the deeper? like
1: new age part of my of me is like, well, I think it's like a past life thing. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> or I'm, just, yeah, trying just, to, like I'm a, just trying to mask past life in something that sounds more scientific by saying like maybe it's like your ancestors. <laughs> yes, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I feel like it's
1: that, and I also um, can't wear turtlenecks because I have, like, a neck, like, thing, which I feel like maybe I was, like, beheaded in a past life.
0: Okay. Okay. Went all the way to beheading. Couldn't just be like a light strangulation <laughs> right. or you wore a necktie that got caught in like a, yeah, a garbage nope. disposal. Had to, be,
1: had to be um, straight up beheading. I, it couldn't be anything else.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds more important. It makes you a more important character if yeah. you necessitated beheading. Like they yes. saved that for the fancy people. So it makes sense. <laughs> That's true. I was... Oh my God. Um, yeah. Where... What were the... What was the insect population like where you grew up, which is a very, very clever segue for me asking where you were a teenager.
1: Um, I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, and Mm -hmm. um, the insect population was just like, you know, it was just regular. Mm -hmm. I don't like, (laughs) it. like we didn't, uh, you know, I, it was just normal stuff. There were like um, cicadas Mm -hmm. that would come every like 17 years. That would like overtake, you know, I think there was just one there like a couple years ago. Uh, but luckily I was never there for that because I, I, I don't know. I would have, I would have lost my mind.
0: Yeah, there was a, we, there was a really cool thing that happened. I want to say it was either during the pandemic or right before the pandemic. But um, something happened and the monarch butterflies like migration pattern shifted just one time, one year in LA. Mm-hmm. And there were monarch butterflies everywhere in certain parts of LA and they were like they lit on our trees and sort of covered their and it really was one of those moments where it was totally magical and I loved it and it was wonderful but there was definitely you could feel the feeling of like but this is this is a lot of one thing (laughs) I mean that is is a lot of something and it's a little unnerving
1: that is kind of my nightmare butterfly I'm so I'm also very scared of butterflies which I know is okay (laughs) because they just they're like beautiful they have beautiful wings but they're like beady little insects in the, you know like they really they're like they're mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. ultimate catfishers like
0: <laughs> <laughs> except for will they do anything to you no of
1: course not of course not but like none of the insects that i'm afraid of will actually yeah. do anything to no, you no you're right it's not about like a fear of of getting hurt or yeah. you know
0: infected i just um, yeah. i don't know yep.
1: just I get very scared yeah,
0: okay. And we'll so see. if you see like a I promise we're going to move on from this. But if you see like a be- a little beetle, <laughs> yeah. a little beetle in in your house, what would what's your move?
1: Um well, if my if my husband is here, I will I will scream for him. Yes. Um and if I'm alone, I mm-hmm. will I will murder it. Got it. I
0: I'll kill it. I know that that's bad, but I <laughs> I'm not no judgment no judgment I just I was curious where you were in the process like if because you could be in the like you could have said to me I will leave my home I will send someone there Mm -hmm. to go do something about it like that is you know I'm I'm saying what I'm saying is I'm not saying I'm proud of you for murdering it (laughs) but that's still more engagement than like if you were just like if I see one in the room I have to leave like yeah. I will have to leave, yeah. and and if if my husband's out of town, to, I have to go to a hotel or something. Yeah. You know what I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not gotten to that point. I, I haven't seen anything that scary. There, we do have every once in a while. We there's like um, centipedes, like <sighs> like, and those really horrify me. And there was one night that I came home and my husband was out of town, and I I really like lost my mind. I like I zoom, I Facetimed him, and I like I had to ha- I like I needed emotional support and i just i was kind of like just throwing things at the wall try like just like throwing things at the wall and like screaming at the top of my lungs like the neighbors i'm sure thought i was like getting (laughs) murdered or murdering which is what what you're trying to do that's what i was trying to do but like that kind that was like
0: very that was really when you say centipede like we're talking about what like big like like big like like centipede like um like the kind that you would see like like a, like a rubber centipede or like the mustache. Now listen, some for some reason people call them mustache bugs. I think because they're trying to make them more adorable. But are they sort of like legs almost seemingly all the way around? Yeah. Okay. And they can get big. They can get really big. Long, thin legs. But don't they kind of look like a mustache too? Kind they of a do. Bit? Yeah. So yeah. I think those are mustache bugs and we have them too. And I got to be honest with you. I think there might be a dead mustache bug like two feet away from me. Oh the my god. of my door. Um, oh, have you known this for a while? Because I saw because <laughs> I looked down
1: there the other day and
0: I was like, ugh, dead mustache bug. I'm going to have to get that at some point and then promptly never did. oh um, no. So I think it's just sitting there, but it's definitely But you're okay. Life. You're okay. Like you're okay, I'm okay. psychologically I'm okay. with that. I uh, Listen, Leah, I <laughs> I while I was recording my podcast a couple of days ago, a significantly scary-looking spider. It was not a wolf spider, nor was it a widow of any kind, mm-hmm. uh, nor was it a garden spider. Where are you? Are you in California? Yeah, I'm in LA. Do you? So you've also you've experienced the orb weavers, then, right? The big, the, the giant w- webs that get built. Oh, that yeah, have the yeah. giant orange and black spiders in the middle oh, that seem oh my like Halloween decorations. Yeah, bless their hearts. I've really my relationship with those have deeply changed. Like I can get right up next to one now and be like, "Hey, little lady." Oh like, God. are you building your web? Look at how busy you are, which oh I God. never, ever, ever thought I could. But I've been doing a lot of exposure therapy just because it's so, <laughs> I, I hate the feeling of being horrified. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's impressive. That's yeah, really. So there's
0: there somewhere in here, I think, is a is a fairly creepy spider. Uh, there was a period of time in which I could not have continued to record if I was watching that spider Yeah, up my curtain. And not not only did I not stop recording because it was not a situation in which I could do that, but also like. I didn't look for it afterwards. Like I was like, you know what? I don't wanna to I I don't wanna engage with you. I don't think you wanna get engaged with me. You just you just be wherever you are. Yeah. And hopefully we won't cross paths. That's really impressive. That yeah. feels like big steps for someone who grew up it's afraid of spiders. Steps. It's big steps. steps. This isn't about me and my steps. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna send you a packet of crickets <laughs> and I want you to open them. At your leisure. Oh we my could god let One at a time out. We're going to expose wow. you to all of this. It's going to be great. It's going to be a real <laughs> That's transformation. That's so generous of you. <laughs> I, I am nothing if not generous. Um, okay. So, and I will also say, you have such a perfect non accent, not to say that there's anything imperfect about accents. Are Ohioans. That, is there, there's not, yeah, that. it's like newscaster. That's what, that's not what they Not unlike say. Arizona, actually. I think people say, I don't really have much of an accent either. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. what they say that
1: Ohio is like just the, just the, the, you know, just the original, just the non-accent accent. Um, yeah.
0: God's English, we say. God's English. Yes. The Lord's English. The right
1: accent. How it was intended to be. <laughs> awful.
0: Um, so awful. Okay. And, and what was your high school like were you was it was at a public school did you go to private school it's
1: yeah like- I went to a big public high school um in Cincinnati it was um around two thousand kids it was like a um it, like a suburban high school uh, a football high school mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. like you know big football presents cheerleaders all that all that kind of thing um I was not a part of that culture but uh <laughs> That was my but, yeah. question, for sure. No, no. I was um I was like a I was a like a nerdy drama kid. Mhm. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. I'm just, yeah. You know, we're all out here.
0: <laughs> we're all just right out here.
1: We're all just uh, here doing our thing. Was
0: uh that a col- was that was drama kind of a collective of like different types of nerds and people cuz ours was kind of a good like catch-all for you know, there yeah. wasn't any one type of drama kid. It was like, you know, there's a real mix and match. But yeah, none of them were were dramas, yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: For sure. Yeah. It was it was definitely a mix. Um and it was it, it was like we had a lot of uh we did a lot of musicals at my high school, which I am a terrible singer. I am like completely tone deaf and like my parents like I I wanted to do theater so badly. Um And so my parents signed me up for voice lessons, which I took for, like, the majority of my, like, middle school and high school years. And I am still, like, quite tone deaf. Like, I (laughs) – it didn't help. But they would put me in the musicals because they just knew that I wanted it so badly and they would just put me in the chorus and, you know, kind of just, like, have me not really sing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Like, that's one of those things – I mean, how – how. How, why? How do we, some of us have a better sense of tone than others. That's, I don't. That's a great question. Are you, are you a good singer? I'm okay. I mean, I I, I definitely. You can carry a tune. I can carry a tune and, and I can harmon, like I love harmonies. I love Uh, harmonizing. What a dream. But it's not something I, you know, it's not, I wish I could, I mean, I wish I could say like through hard work, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just one of those random things that you're like, I don't know, could have, could have not had that. You know, yeah. like sense. Yeah. And, and I have I just realized as we're talking, I have no idea where that comes from and how much you can or can't train to, or, to cultivate that or whatever. I don't it's know. It's a
1: great. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I think that um, my case shows that you can't really, uh, but also, <laughs> <laughs> but also maybe under a different teacher's, you know, direction. Who knows? Who knows? It's listen. Are you asking me to is, teach you? Okay. Maybe it's not too late for me. Let's, here we go.
0: Match, match my tone. Okay, la, la, you're fine. I did it.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Fuck those okay. people.
1: See, I can I can match, but I can't carry. Like, I can't hear something and then sing it. I think I did learn how to match from all the lessons, but like, I I don't have like a great range, and I I can't really like do something on my own without the notes being played for me.
0: What? God, that, so they and they just they exclusively did musicals, or did they do? Because no, we hardly they ever. Did, I'm trying to think if
1: we ever did musicals. I don't know if we did. They did. We would do two musicals a year and two plays. So it was like oh, two okay. mu- two big musicals and then like a drama and a comedy. Gotcha. Um So I always did the straight plays, um, and the musicals. Eventually, they just like let me in because they they knew that I like I was in like I I wanted. I was like president of the drama club my senior year. I was like I was like in it. That was my that was my thing. So, yeah, I think so the, that they late. they let me in. Yeah,
0: <laughs> were, were you auditioning for were, like? Did you have the experience of I am going to audition for this lead in the musical, like maybe knowing that I'm probably not gonna get it because of my singing, or or was it like, hey guys, I'd love to be in this too, like throw me in somewhere?
1: I never thought I would I would get a lead in any of the musical. I knew that that was not ever gonna happen. <laughs> For me, um, so I, I it was just like getting thrown in was like a dream. I remember yeah. the first co- the first musical that I got into was uh, Once on This Island, which is mm-hmm. not a musical that white kids in Ohio should be doing. <laughs> but you know, this was this was my high school, uh, and I, I remember I like auditioned. I was like, "There's no way I'll get in," and then I saw that they put me in the chorus, and that was like one of the most exciting days of my life.
0: Ugh, that feeling of <laughs> seeing your name. Like when they on a, post uh, on a list roles and stuff, that yeah. gives me a little bit of a sick feeling just to even think back on. Like, yeah, the, the anxiety, great, but leading it's up also to that. awful. Yeah, and it's if awful. If your name's not on there.
1: Ooh. That sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, face prickling,
0: just like, oh, God. Oh God. Okay, I guess life goes on, maybe. It's you so know.
1: cruel. It seems yeah. like it's such a dramatic way to do it. I wonder Which, if that's the still... better way,
0: like announcing it in front of everyone. Like, I don't know what the right way is. I mean, like an email, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're right. So you so that you don't have to physically go to the one location <laughs> yeah. where it is, <clears throat> excuse me, where everyone may or may not be looking at the same time as your yeah. finger slides down, 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 right. down, and then steps yeah. off the page.
1: But we didn't have, we didn't, there wasn't there wasn't really email when i
0: was in high school like i w- it was yeah. sort of right before so i don't know what they would have done i mean i'm now i'm cu- very curious do they email people or do they still i bet you they still post it on i, I bet they still do yeah i, I bet, bet they, they still, still do. do that's one of those traditions of <laughs> people are like what well, of course we post it. what email why would, why wouldn't we Yeah. The, the the gods of drama would scoff <laughs> <Yes>. um <laughs> did you want was that your love of drama like translatable to Hey, parent or parents when I go to college, this is what I want to do or was it yeah. more it was. Okay.
1: Yeah, my parents were so supportive of me going into theater. Um I was I was a, a very very shy kid. I like painfully shy. Um and my my mom got me into theater when I was like in 4th grade or something and um that was like the thing. That was the thing that like brought me out of my shell and uh you know gave like there was something that like and still to this day like I feel like I I still feel like I'm a I'm like a shy person and getting on stage is like the thing that um gives me life (laughs) yeah and so they I think that they saw that from 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 when I was young and were, were extremely supportive and encouraging of of me like they sent me to a to like Sarah Lawrence college where I got like a theater degree and they, they were, they've been supportive the whole journey, which is, which is awesome. And, um, I feel very fortunate to have had to have had their support.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) Do you have siblings?
1: Yeah. I have two brothers. Um, I'm the middle, my, um, and my younger brother is also a stand up comedian. Um, and he lives in, uh, my family is all still in Ohio, Uh but he, um, he we tour together often, um, like we co-headline, but he's in he's in Cincinnati, so we do dates that are like drivable for him. That is um, yeah. so wonderful.
0: Yeah, yeah. How does that do? Those dynamics play out in your acts at all? Like, are you? Is there an any kind of interwoven? Like, yes, we are siblings, and that makes it into our acts, or is it like? Siblings, a little yes, bit, but n- a little but never bit, to be yeah. Mentioned.
1: Got it. I mean, we we both, I think, talk about our families a, a decent amount in our sets, um, but we we do separate sets, and then at the end of the show, we do like a Q and A. So I feel like that's where the like real yeah. family dynamic stuff comes out because people are very curious about you know two siblings who both ended up doing this very specific career path, and sure, they, you know, they want to know like what the rest of our family is like and all that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Did the, yeah. did you guys did you guys find that separately or together? Like how? Did, yeah, we found. Pretend it Pretend I'm a drunk bachelorette at a at a comedy club, and it's the end oh, of the perfect. show, and I've had like six or even Like how, oh, how did you guys even both? How are you? you?
1: How are you? Is your other brother funny? Like yeah, my favorite. Uh, we we came to it separately. I mean, I. He also did like he did some theater in high school and everything, and um, but he went to school to become an English pro- like he was getting his masters in English, and he went down the route of um, of like wanting to be a teacher and an English professor. Um, and I sort of right out of the gate, like I moved to New York, I like I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and I think he saw what I was doing because I was I was in New York, I was doing sketch comedy. I had I um. That's what I did for, like, the 10 years that I was there. And he saw that and he was like, oh, man, like, I really – I want to be doing what my sister – like, my big sister's doing. Yeah. And so then he um, he started doing stand-up in Cincinnati. And and so his path was was a little bit more just, like, straightforward where he just, like, started – he knew he wanted to be a stand-up and just, like, that's what he's been doing for the past – I don't know how many years. But um, mine was a little bit more, like, I, I went through – sketch comedy and just like theater in New York and then found my way into stand-up when I moved to LA about um eight years ago
0: okay all right yeah I mean stand-up is that's a that's the to me it's almost the furthest away from shy child behavior that I can think of as a person who's who doesn't do stand-up like and I'm not even shy but like that's so intimidating to me so I love that that's a thing that you know, just to be up there alone.
1: Yeah. It's so well, I cool. think it
0: it took me. You know, I
1: I, th- I think there's a reason that I didn't start out that way because I I think that it was it was very scary to start. You know, I started stand up in my in my early 30s, and um, I think that that was like it took me that amount of time to learn how to be comfortable on stage and to learn how to like sit in my own voice and to understand my own voice and um yeah yeah like I'm so grateful for the for the time that I had in New York where I was like doing sketch comedy and like learning how to write and develop my voice because I think it made that transition into stand-up a lot easier than if I had just gone right into stand-up
0: yeah Yeah. were you um were you dating when you were in high school you I, it, were you dating when you were in high school? Were you dating?
1: <laughs> um I had a boyfriend. I didn't date I until tenth grade. And um and then I started dating this guy who uh was my boyfriend from tenth grade until I left for college. Um it's a long one. It's a long one, yeah. I really wanted a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and so i found one
0: Uh, (laughs) well he sounds great
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i mean i uh i feel like i he was kind of uh he was like a um he was very funny he was he was kind of a I don't know. He was, he was like an alternative kid. He had like spiky red hair and like a septum piercing. And Mm -hmm. um, he just was, uh, he was funny. And I think I was always drawn to comedy. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What was your style like? Were you, Um, did you get alt?
1: No, no, no. I was, I was, I mean, I was like, I was just like basic kind of, dorky I think like I I I I never really experimented with like style I think it was just like whatever I would just shop at like Express and the Limited and um you know Macy's
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah I mean that's a yeah you know. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. That's no,
1: yeah. no. I have never been someone who I think takes risks with uh with style like that. Like I, I I always like envy those people. Um, I I don't think I've ever been like super confident in, in in like an aesthetic style. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay, this is
0: good because I'm gonna incorporate that into a mash game. I'm gonna we'll we'll when we do our mash game, we'll incorporate maybe some fashion. Oh, fun! That you'll, yeah, that you'll end up confidently having uh to play with um and then were you into music like did you were you a big music I listened kid. to uh
1: country music I like I and I still to this day like I feel like I was ashamed of it for so many years like I love 90s country music and I mm-hmm. just tried to hide it for so long until like very recently when I just I just have been, been like leaning into it yeah like I got I got like um um what the satellite radio what is it called Sirius? Uh mm-hmm. Sirius. That sounds right. And just just because they have this this country channel the Prime Country and it's 90s country and it's like I just love it. I love it so much and it's like it's not cool but um that's okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people talk about country having been like I mean am I am I making that up? Like I feel like people are like that was kind of a golden age of of contemporary country like Well, I, I feel yeah, like people I, say the 90s was kind of a A great time for I think so I mean (laughs) (laughs) I I would have to agree with whoever said that
1: (laughs) yeah so I uh you know and then I also just listened to whatever like I feel like my brothers were listening to which was a lot of like like pop punk Mm -hmm. um green day kind of stuff green day um yeah like um less than Jake um that kind of thing I mm-hmm. really loved the um the mighty Bo- mighty mighty, Boss mighty? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. For a second, I thought you were like, D- how many mighty should I throw in there? <laughs> like that was I, the only thing that seemed like <laughs> you knew confidently that that was the band, but you just you were like, it, it was. Mighty, it's two. Mighty. It's two, right? Yeah, yeah. Mighty <laughs> mighty Boston's. Yeah, for sure. But I always
1: confuse that band name with the movie A Mighty Wind
0: uh-huh yeah like i want to be like a that mighty mighty wind yeah. uh-huh uh,
1: yes. yeah
0: <laughs> no no i think you've you put the fear of i think maybe i've called it that <laughs> yeah. maybe i've called it a mighty mighty wind yeah the, the christopher Guest movie a mighty mighty wind <laughs> yeah i think i maybe have done that okay <laughs> okay we're gonna take a break i will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at maximum fun I'm Yucky Jessica. I'm Chuck Crudsworth. And this is Terrible. A podcast where we talk about things we hate that are awful. Today we're
1: discussing Wonderful. A podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. Hosts Rachel and Griffin McElroy, a real-life married couple. Yuck. Discuss a wide range of topics.
0: Music, video games, poetry,
1: snacks.
0: But I hate all that stuff. I know you do, Yucky Jessica. It comes out every wednesday the worst day of the week wherever you download your podcasts for our next topic we're talking fiona the baby hippo from the cincinnati zoo i hate this little hippo have you ever wanted to know the sad lore behind
1: chuck e cheese's love of birthday parties or
0: my saturday mornings are reserved for cartoons
1: or have you wanted to know how beloved virtual pet site neopets fell into the hands of scientologists
0: Or how a former Mattel employee managed to grow Sega into a video game powerhouse.
1: Join us, hosts Austin and Brenda, and learn all of these things and more at Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Now on Maximum Fun.
0: I want to get into this MASH game... I'm excited about this. I mean, I definitely think we should just jump into the fashion thing. So, the idea of this MASH is it's all, like, positive wish fulfillment. I don't do the MASH game where, you know, one of them is terrible and you might get stuck with it. I'm just a not A
1: shack out. with uh, 7,000 kids. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. could,
0: listen, you could get a shack. I can't lie to you. But I like to sell it as more of a cabin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a cozy more of a tiny cabin. house type scenario. A tiny house.
0: So, because <laughs> that's beyond my control, of course, as MASH being MASH. But... Um, for the rest, I promise it will only be good stuff. Um so yeah, so give me like three fashions that you know you love like a style that you love to see on someone else, and you're like, God, I wish I had the confidence to pull that off. you know what I mean? Okay, like um, and hmm. if you want to go back deep into the recesses of time, if you want to go. Sexy flapper grandma lamp style. Oh, yeah. You know what okay. I mean? Like, you can go Victorian, like, whatever you want. And everything is the same amount of comfort. Like, everything is as comfortable as wearing yoga pants, if you will. Okay. So okay. don't choose do something based on, like, ooh, that would be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? I really um, like, okay, the first thing is
1: like, like, gown, ga- Like, like, gowns. <laughs> uh huh. Like, um, bejeweled gowns i don't know
0: like uh like um spark sparkly gowns yeah oh yeah i mean i think i was definitely thinking of what you were saying yeah Yeah, that's not (laughs) something i ever feel i feel like whenever i'm in stuff like that there's an expression which is never but i feel like the rare times i've had to really dress up there's a look in my eyes that says are you buying this i don't know if i'm buying like am i am i wearing is this working yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't belong yeah. in this. We all agree on that, right? Like, that's all yeah. behind my eyes at all times. Yeah, totally. Sparkly yeah. gowns. I love I, it. Okay. The other thing I would say is, and this is a, not an appropriate thing to say for a podcast that does not involve video, but you have such a timeless face. Like, I feel like oh you're one of those faces thank that. You. Because you know how sometimes you see something that's a period piece and, you know, someone's in this beautiful flapper dress, but you're like, uh-huh. gosh, she just looks so like 2000. You know what I mean, and then there are oh. some people you're like, oh, this person could be a '40s movie star. They could be like, you just have a very timeless face. So I, I think pa- oh part of God. it was prompted Thank by you. the idea that like, I feel like a lot of different fashions, like you could totally, you know what I mean? Oh, that's so and nice. And I can only see your face because we're on Zoom. So you should see what's underneath. You know, I <laughs> I have a very very 1985 belly button, Janet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, okay okay so 20 I do think like 20s 20s yeah. flapper yeah Definitely. and then I don't know I really love like I love like 70s style
0: oh yeah
1: 70s hippie 70s like right
0: yeah okay there we go beautiful Okay. All right. Next one: uh, three movies that you can jump into whenever you want. You're not reliving the plot. You're just in the world that that movie has created for you. That you get to enjoy and gives you the feeling that you know being inside of that that world would give you.
1: Ooh. Okay. Um, Clueless. Great. Moonstruck. Oh yeah. And um, hmm. I guess uh, waiting for guffman definitely
0: (laughs) wait waiting waiting for guffman waiting waiting (laughs) waiting waiting waiting
1: for guffman guffman
0: (laughs) (laughs) wonderful wonderful okay all right next one is three foods that uh in this reality maybe you're avoiding because of an allergy or you know you don't feel right about eating it or you wish you could just eat more of it but it makes you feel sick because it's so sugary in this alternate universe we're creating none of that is an issue it's all Like, level playing field. You can have as much as you want, zero ramifications, three foods. And you can eat other things, too. This is just, like, whenever you want this, you can have it at the snap of your finger. Okay. Love it. Chocolate
1: lava cake. Great. Uh, Nachos. Oh, yes. Nachos. Always nachos. uh, Always nachos. And
0: and then um, I think um, Sour Patch Kids. Uh, Next one this is mash all due respect to your wonderful husband in this reality i don't know look he's not in the picture maybe he doesn't exist i don't know this is an alternate reality i need three people you want to have some romance or sexy times with i'm not committing you to a lifetime with this person and it can be a character from a book from a cartoon someone from the past you know in whatever age and era you would like to pluck them and bring them into your life three
1: okay um i mean leonardo dicaprio great <laughs> this is a character from a show, um, Jake from Scandal.
0: Great. Who plays Jake? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know what his name is <laughs> because I watched the first season of Scandal. I possibly watched more than one season of Scandal. Could not tell you what any of the characters are called, except I'm sure her name is Olivia. Is that right? Yeah, Olivia Washington. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I got yeah, that yeah. far. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: And then who is the character from um, Friday Night Lights? Riggins.
0: And which one's Riggins?
1: He's the, like, uh, long-haired, kind of, like, troubled kid.
0: Oh, who... yeah. That yeah. guy's yeah, yeah. name is... Sorry, everyone. I almost... Taylor something? Yeah, that sounds right. Something. Yeah. Okay, from Friday Night Lights. Great. Okay. Uh, three places in the world you would like to have a vacation home. It doesn't even have to be vacation, like, in the middle of nowhere. It can be vacation in Paris or whatever. Uh, but oh. but uh, we can teleport you there, so you don't have to worry about the travel.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um... I would,
1: do, I would do Greece. I would do an island, um, this little island, uh, this little Grecian island Kia, called Kia. Okay. Where else? I guess um, like the south of France Great. would be nice. And then um,
0: maybe Portugal. Great. I've never been, but... I haven't either, but I feel similarly. Okay. Um, all right. Next category. Three three people from show business that you would love to collaborate on something with. And and I'm leaning towards like it it probably can't happen because that person is not alive anymore. Uh-huh. Um because I feel like anybody who's still alive, there's every chance in the world that you can end up collaborating with them. So it's more mm. of like a wish fulfillment from the impossible, from the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay, um,
1: okay. Now it could be the very recent past. Okay, Betty White. <laughs> Wonderful. That's what I am talking about. I feel like the first person that came to my like I, Jennifer Coolidge is she's not she's living, so it can't be her. But I that's throw her on there anyway. I am going <laughs> to <laughs> great, and then. Um... Shirley Temple? That's a weird Cute. one, I know.
0: <laughs> She's supposed to be great. You know what I mean? She's supposed to be yeah. great. Anybody yeah. who comes, becomes, like, what, an ambassador? Yeah. <laughs> that seems that seems like a, an interesting, grounded person somehow good. in the world yeah. of unreality of her being a child yeah. star. Like, what? OK. Uh, last two uh, categories. Next one is uh, three alternate universe careers. Mm -hmm. don't focus too much on the fact that every career has a lot of downsides. Just think about Mm -hmm. the upsides or the perceived upsides. Okay. Um, Chef. Great. No, I don't, I don't want that.
1: I hate cooking. Why did I say that?
0: (laughs) I don't want that at all. If I may, that is the most confident you have sounded about any answer this entire game
1: you're so right that like came from like the depths of my soul but I well I think we both know like,
0: the chef was beheaded and I, the then chef fed was beheaded to in a oh my yeah. god that there it
1: is there mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. and and eaten by bedbugs mm-hmm. um exactly okay a rock star a great. rock star
0: a musical theater star can those be great. two different ones yeah okay. absolutely there wasn't they're very di- different personalities I think we can agree on that so
1: <laughs> great and um a ballet dancer great
0: all very performative,
1: but great, great. Requiring
0: skills great. that I don't have. Yeah, no, it's fine. This is perfect. This is perfect. Okay, and then final category. Mm-hmm. I throw this one out there from time to time. It's kind of a weird one, but I am very curious what your answers would be. But I, 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 I you get to take credit for something that already exists, like. Mm. something happens in history and suddenly you are responsible for the invention of this thing or the creation of this work of art or you know like something like three things that you're like damn I wish I would have thought of that even if it's like it could be like the statue David but it could also be like you know um recyclable water bottles I don't know mm, like three yeah. things that you're like oh that was me yeah that was me and you could do it as a money play or you can do it just as like a god that feels feel so good if I knew I'd created that or whatever.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Um the um the aircraft. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um toilet paper. <laughs> great. And um
0: the remote control. Great, great, great. These are some key Game changers. I mean, these are Mm -hmm. major game changers in very, very different ways. I really approve of this. I really approve of this. Okay. (laughs) Um, Give me a number between one and nine. Uh, Three. Great. Okay. I'm going to use that to come up with very scientific results of your MASH to where you will find out what your 100% guaranteed MASH alternate universe life is. Oh, Um, this is a wonderful time for you to talk about your album, for you to talk about any and all other things that people should know about. You follow you. It's a real vamp opportunity. great. For okay. you to get people on board, which I'm sure they already love are love that. Yeah, love that.
1: ok. so i um I have my very first um hour comedy special coming out. November 7th. Um, it's called Spiraling and um, it will be out on Amazon, Apple um, TV, Google Play and several other outlets. And um, I am so excited about it. It's my first, like I said, it's my first hour special. I, um, I recorded it uh, earlier this year, this April um, at this um, El Portal Theater in North Hollywood. And I'm really, really proud of it. And I'm really excited to share it with the world. So that's, that's the big thing that I'm, that I am, uh, that I'm excited about right now. Um, and then, uh, along with that, I, um, <clears throat> my, I have a, I, I do a lot of characters and comedy on my social media. My, uh, TikTok is my name at Leah Rudick. Um, I also share everything on Instagram, which is at Leah underscore Rudick. Um, also on Facebook and YouTube.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, that was perfect. Um great. Everybody, you go out and support Leah. What are you talking... What, what, what are you... No, I'm talking to you. What are you What are you doing? Yeah,
1: what that's you right. Doing? You're
0: going over there and you're following Leah. Okay, great. Um, uh, okay, this is... I- I'm excited about this. It, there's some... <laughs> I feel like there's... There are some themes that are appearing here. So <laughs> I'm going to attack those first. Um, there's a lot of... Like... We know that there's everything you got was going to be performative, for sure. But the fact that you are a very accomplished ballet dancer, oh, that you definitely know how to own being in a beautiful, like sparkly gown. Ah! And then also <laughs> the fact that you collaborated with Shirley Temple on something. Ah! Also a renowned dancer. I mean, it all checks out. It all checks checks. At- this is proof. <laughs> what <laughs> more do you need? This is proof. We proved it. Okay? Now, that being said, that doesn't mean that you don't want to jump into the world of possibly, dare I say, slightly less accomplished performers in the lovable characters of Waiting for Guffman, Guffman. <laughs> So there's a little taste of the small town that you still want to connect with, even (laughs) in your glamorous life. Need to to stay true to my roots. Got to stay true to your roots. Um, You have a beautiful house in Portugal. Ah! Going to be coming to visit you there. Looking forward to that. Uh, And then... We kind of get more into the chill out at home. Maybe, maybe sometimes, along with the sort of waiting for Guffman uh, moments, maybe you need a little bit of a break, not only for yourself, but for our, your uh, born in a small town partner, Riggins. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to sit back, watch TV, and out, eat as many Sour Patch Kids as you want. Do you know what I mean? And you don't ever have to get up from the couch because you invented the remote control. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, what a dream life this is. Yeah. Yeah. This is a big deal. There's just a lot. There's just a lot going on. Um, got some, <laughs> we're playing with some real levels on this one. Yes. Playing yeah. with some real levels. Highbrow, uh, lowbrow. Yeah. Highbrow, lowbrow. That's my favorite. That's my favorite that's that's what we need um leah thank you so much for doing the podcast this has been a joy thank what a you delight. for having giggled me giggled this, was and so this, this was so fun it's so nice of my gigglier episodes i think this was giggly yeah <laughs> was downright
1: giggly we laughed we giggled uh, we had fun it's so nice to meet you i i'm surprised we haven't met in real life I before know. but i i hope we do soon
0: i know me too did you ever do Sketchfest fest or anything like in a sketch yeah group? oh um, we really should have met yeah, yeah
1: I've, I've done it the past two years, but as a stand-up. The SF Sketchfest.
0: Yeah, Sketch That's yeah, my baby, yeah. but I don't book the stand-ups. I guess we can stop recording now. Um, everybody, I forgot to say goodbye. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is back before we Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi.
1: Hey, we could save kittens from trees? Maximum Fun,
0: a worker owned network
1: of artist owned shows supported directly
0: by you.